Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Flood insurance will make it even worse. We'll talk to a New York Times climate reporter at 1010. Will a Maryland appeals court stop the early counting of mail-in ballots? I'm Mike Marillo. A video full of racial slurs prompts a strong response from a local school district. And Asian markets are lower after Wall Street took another dip. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Hurricane Ian is now headed towards the Carolinas, but could be the deadliest storm in Florida's history. At least 12 people have died. More than 2 million people don't have power, and there is severe widespread destruction. CBS's David Begno flew over some of it in Fort Myers. People waving at the helicopter, completely surrounded by flood water and really heavy wind damage. It reminded me of an earthquake, as if the hurricane just sort of picked up the earth and just shook it. The Weather Channel's Richard Knapp is following the storm's latest track. Ian is a hurricane once again out over the Atlantic east of northeastern Florida, but it is still affecting the northeastern Florida coastline with winds and rainfall. And it will be near that tropical storm hurricane threshold all the way up until making landfall in South Carolina. But then it will be an inland wind and rain event in the Carolinas and in the Appalachians. Hurricane warnings near the coast. Tropical storm warnings well inland and a storm surge warning at the coast. Evacuate if told to do so and be careful of inland flooding. A couple in Maryland's been arrested for playing spy games with classified information. A Maryland anesthesiologist and her husband, a U.S. Army major, are accused of trying to sell private medical information they had access to, including the information belonging to U.S. Army veterans, to Russia shortly after the war in Ukraine began. But the person they believed to be a Russian operative was actually an undercover federal agent. That's CBS's Scott McFarland. The FDA has approved a much-debated drug for ALS. The decision was controversial because the approval was based on one small mid-stage study when the agency usually requires two large studies. CBS's Dr. David Agus. It was a controversial decision by the FDA because it was done from a single phase two clinical trial of 130 patients. And the, there were lots of questions about the trial and how it was done. Several European countries are now reporting upticks in COVID cases and hospitalizations, and we could be next. There are signs the nationwide slowdown may now be coming to an end. In New England, COVID hospitalizations have accelerated some 30%. And in the New York and New Jersey region, weekly nursing home COVID cases climbed for the first time in several weeks. CBS's Alexander 10. Britain's Royal Mint has unveiled the first coins to feature King Charles. They'll start circulating around December. And in keeping with tradition, the king's portrait will face to the left in the opposite direction to his mother's, Queen Elizabeth. The royal family has been featured on British coins for more than 1,100 years. This is CBS News. You need to hire? Indeed is with you every step of the way. Helping you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 1003 on WTOP, Thursday evening, September 29th, 2022. College Park has 62 degrees, dropping to the 40s overnight. Good evening, 
I'm Dimitri Sotis for the top local stories we're following this hour. Hurricane Ian is about 200 miles south of Charleston, South Carolina now with 75 mile per hour winds. It's expected to make landfall somewhere on the South Carolina coast at midday tomorrow. The deadly storm leaves behind catastrophic flooding and life-threatening storm surge as it's moved across Florida. Here in the D.C. area, we are expecting to see rain from the remnants of Ian late tomorrow and at least through the weekend. Forecasters expect some flooding. WTOP's Nick Ionelli explains how Virginia is prepping. Virginia is getting ready for Ian's severe weather. From Saturday through about Monday, and we anticipate the rain to arrive later in the day tomorrow. Governor Glenn Youngkin declared a state of emergency with the southern, central, and eastern portions of the state expected to get hit the hardest. Lauren Opet with the Virginia Department of Emergency Management. We're definitely watching the entire Commonwealth. Uh, we know from previous storms that they have the ability to shift. They have the ability to drop higher than projected rainfall totals. Rain and tidal flooding expected to last through the weekend and into next week. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Check out pictures of storm damage and read a lot more about Hurricane Ian at WTOP.com. We've got a major development in campaign 2022 tonight. The man who hopes to be Maryland's next Republican governor challenged a recent court decision that allowed for the early counting of mail-in ballots. Now an appeals court has decided on the challenge, rejecting the GOP candidate's wishes and saying those ballots will be counted early. Republican gubernatorial candidate Dan Cox says changing the process of when mail-in ballots are counted using the courts is unconstitutional, and he hoped the Maryland Court of Special Appeals would stop the change from taking place, but it chose not to. The decision means that mail-in ballots in the state can be counted as early as this coming Saturday. The change in the process was allowed by a Montgomery County Circuit Court judge after an emergency request from the state's Board of Elections, which argued that the original process of counting mail-in ballots two days after the election risked delaying the certification of the upcoming election. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. In a video posted to social media, a Frederick County, Maryland high school student is seen spewing hateful speech against black people. School leaders respond. The student attends Governor Thomas Johnson High School in Frederick, and WTOP has confirmed he was a JV football player who's no longer on the team. In a letter to parents, Principal Tracy Kibler says the student is facing school discipline as well as criminal charges. Kibler calls the student's speech unacceptable, adding, We are a collective student body that includes cultures and ethnicities from 62 nations around the globe. Our diversity is the fabric of our strength. In a separate message, the superintendent and school board president urge anyone who sees or experiences discrimination, harassment, or intimidation to report it. Michelle Bash, WTOP News. Meantime, members of the Frederick County, Maryland School Board are discussing a proposed policy on racism. The four-page document covers matters such as hiring, training, and data collection, as well as the curriculum. It urges board members to engage in candid, action-oriented discussions about race and inequality in the school system. Volunteers on the board's Racial Equity Committee first wrote the policy. It's since been reworked by the school board's Policy Committee. A final committee vote on the policy could happen by year's end, and a final vote for the school board then, too. Right now, Florida is still in search-and-rescue mode from Hurricane Ian, we've read about and heard about from the governor about 700 water rescues. No official death toll, but some numbers have uh, been cast about anywhere from 10 to 17 people dead. It could be many more than that, as President Biden has suggested. It could end up being the deadliest storm in Florida history. But again, the governor is reiterating there is no official death toll. They don't seem eager to discuss that right now until they have a better handle on the situation. And then there is the rebuilding. But it turns out very few people affected have flood insurance. We'll talk about what that means with the New York Times coming up. 10.07. Do you own a business? When was the last time you looked it up online? 
What do you see? Ads for your competitors? A social media page you don't remember making and haven't posted since the pandemic? Are you really open 24 hours a day? It sounds like you need a partner. Contact 2060 Digital to find out how you can get your online presence under control and take your digital marketing to the next level. Visit 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. At Sandy Spring Bank, we care about people, not transactions. So we concentrate on creating personalized solutions to start or grow a business that provides for your family to purchase a home that will house the memories you make there, to save so you can enjoy today and then pass on your legacy to future generations. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk. Visit sandyspringbank.com real. Mortgage, home equity, and other credit products offered by Sandy Spring Bank. With almost everything in life, you have choices. You can pick a lot, a little, or somewhere in the middle. So shouldn't there be an internet plan that's just as clever? One that allows you to add TV or home automation? Whenever. That's why Cox now offers flexible internet plans, giving you all the services you desire and nothing you don't require. Additional services can be added at then current regular rates. All services subject to residential customer service agreement and acceptable use policy found at cox.com slash policies. Restrictions apply. 108 slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s with Bob Imler in the traffic center. And Maryland Randolph Road remains closed between Neville Street and Park Lawn due to the accident involving a train earlier at the railroad crossing there. So Randolph is still closed. They're back on uh, 100 westbound tonight at uh, 95, getting by single file to the right instead of on the eastbound side. It's westbound tonight. 95, Baltimore, Washington, Parkway, and 270 each running well. 50 westbound coming off the Bay Bridge head past Sandy Point. Uh, you're getting by single file to the left past Roadwork. And in Virginia, on 95 southbound after exit 140 Stafford, you're getting by Roadwork single file to the left. And they're back on 395 northbound after Edsel Road tonight. But tonight you're getting my single file to the right. Now they're on 66, the work crews westbound after the Fairfax County Parkway into Centerville. Single right lane is getting by. Eastbound in Manassas at Sudley Road, you get by single file to the left. And then in Centerville near Route 29 toward 28, also getting by single file to the left. Now inside the Beltway, eastbound 66 after exit 71 Glebe Road, also getting by single file left. Past the work zone, and they're working both ways on Route 7 and Tyson's Corner between 123 and Fashion Boulevard tonight. Single file to the right gets by each way. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, a Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good and safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Bob Emley, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Stenford. The remnants of Ian will affect our weather for the next several days. A good deal of cloud cover tonight. Lows will be in the mid-upper 40 suburbs. Low to mid-50s closer into the district. Cloudy and breezy on Friday. We'll see rain rolling in from the south and southeast in the afternoon. Highs mid to upper 60s. Rainy and breezy on Saturday. Rain could be heavy times mainly before noon. Highs low to mid-60s. Rainy and breezy on Sunday. Once again, the rain could be heavy at times with a high in the low to mid-60s. More showers on Monday. Breezy. Highs mid to upper 60s. I'm Storm Team Force Mike Stinniford. Tonight in Rockville, 53. And Ashburn, 55. District Heights, 55. It's about as cool or cold as it'll get in some areas, but some far-flung suburbs could be down to the middle 40s. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate.
It's 10-11 on WTOP. The images from Florida are frightening. Beachfronts and entire neighborhoods destroyed and homes submerged from the hurricane. At least one death is confirmed so far in the state. There have been hundreds of high-water rescues. And there is going to be a major problem with rebuilding. The New York Times reports fewer than 2 out of 10 Florida homeowners whose property is in the path of Hurricane Ian lack flood insurance. That means they'll have to dig into their own pockets or they can't rebuild. FEMA cannot help except maybe with a little bit of money for repairs. We talked about this with Times correspondent Christopher Flavelle. He's with the New York Times, who reports on how people, governments, and industries cope with the effects of global warming. And we talked about why these folks who live so close to water did not have flood insurance. It's easy, I think, to say in hindsight that the people who were hit by Hurricane Ian ought to have had flood insurance and should have known to buy flood insurance. But then again, the entire coastal real estate market in the U.S. to some degree exists in a realm of wishful thinking, right? That you're not going to be affected by hurricanes or sea level rise or flooding. And so they've got plenty of company when it comes to not really pricing in, not really thinking through the full risk they face. And the whole real estate market is there to encourage people to live in this area. It's a beautiful part of the country. I get why they'd want to be there, and I get why they wouldn't want to shell out a bunch of money for flood insurance that they think they won't need, that they hope they won't need. But if there's any lesson from what we know about climate change, it's that your risk is going up. Your risk of all kinds of problems is going up. And I think the big structural problem that has to be addressed following Hurricane Ian is what can we do collectively to make sure that more people who are in high-risk areas get insurance because they don't have it? It's going to hold back their entire community. Christopher, after all, your title is climate change reporter. Tell us more about how global warming is figuring into all this. This is not just a Florida problem. The share of homes around the country that are in dangerous places and don't have flood insurance is really high. Uh, and as climate change gets worse, this is one of the big issues that officials and just regular citizens have to wrestle with. How do we make sure that more Americans are ready for the turmoil that's coming from climate change and we don't have more and more of our friends and family and neighbors left with nowhere to go when the next storm hits? New York Times climate correspondent Christopher Flavel reporting most people hit in Florida by the hurricane as far as their property they don't have flood insurance and may have a tough time rebuilding now. The starting QB of the undefeated Dolphins badly hurt tonight. We'll get an update on that game. The Commanders preps for Dallas and more on WTOP. Hi, honey. How was your flight? Long. Hey, Mom, don't take this the wrong way, but you look tired. Since Dad's stroke, I find myself working around the clock to care for him, plus the shopping, paying the bills, and keeping up with the housework. But it's okay. I made a promise 50 years ago in sickness and in health. I want your dad here with me, not in assisted living. Mom, I love you for your devotion, and I know Dad does too, but you can't keep this up. I want you two to stay in this house as long as possible, but we need to get some help, even if it's only a couple of days a week. Warm and Home Care can help your loved ones stay safe and happy in their own home by providing essential services, personal hygiene, medication reminders, light housekeeping, and more. Family owned and operated, the Warman family has spent over 30 years providing happiness at home to families like yours. Learn more about the Warman difference at warmanhomecare.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River.
technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's 10 15. We go to Rob Woodfork. All right, Thursday night football out of halftime in Cincinnati. The Bengals leading the Miami Dolphins 14 to 12. Uh, nobody thinking about that, though, as Tuatonga Vailoa was taken to a hospital with what is described as head and neck injuries suffered after the quarterback took a hard hit in the second quarter of this game. He was already playing with what was called the back injury, suffered Sunday. So now it is up to Teddy Bridgewater to keep the fins going as uh, the uh, Dolphins trying to stay undefeated. The uh, Washington Commanders look likely to go into Dallas quite thin on the offensive line. Wes Schweitzer still sidelined at Thursday practice with a concussion. Uh, Charles Leno still limited. So Jack Del Rio's defense will need to step up. We got turnovers in bunches throughout the offseason. Really, I'm, I'm surprised we haven't got them going yet, but they come, and we will, and we'll get ours. Was he talking about practice? Washington's one takeaway is the lowest total in the league. Their minus four turnover ratio, second worst. This week, we delve into the commander's all-black uniforms and what they need to do with, uh, to win in Dallas, besides take the ball away, on the uh, D.C. Sports Huddle. It's on WTOP.com or wherever you get your podcasts. We also discussed the start of Wizards season in Japan, where Dave Johnson says... The Memphis Grizzlies, look at their story last year. Yes, they had an incredible player like John Moran. But it's about the chemistry coming together around him. And Bradley Beal could average 30 points a game. Not saying he has to, but uh, we have to remember he's an elite player. So as I'm watching Kristaps Porzingis make corner threes and Kyle Kuzma do what he does, this team has talent. And they'll face the Warriors at 6 a.m. our time. The Nationals announcing the Saturday night game against the Phillies. That's moved up to tomorrow. It'll be the uh, front end of the day night doubleheader. Uh, those tickets do still apply. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Top stories we're following for. See if we can try that again. Top stories we're following for you tonight on WTOP. Ian is a hurricane with sustained winds at 75 miles an hour. It spent most of the day as a tropical storm. The deadly storm is expected to hit the South Carolina coast around noon tomorrow with dangerous flooding, storm surge, and winds. Congress is moving quickly to avoid a government shutdown this week. The Senate passed a short-term spending bill this afternoon that would finance federal agencies into mid-December. The legislation also provides money to low-income families for winter heating and money for Ukraine and now heads to the House. And a couple from Rockville, Maryland is accused of trying to sell protected and personal health information involving U.S. military members to Russia. But they were caught by an undercover FBI agent. They could face decades in prison. Stay with WTOP for more about these stories in minutes. The families of three children who survived the school shooting in Uvalde, Texas, have filed the first lawsuit in connection with the massacre. It's the deadliest school shooting in Texas history, and now the families want accountability. The federal lawsuit charges Rob Elementary, the principal, the school district, the city of Uvalde, and law enforcement with significant failures and a culture of noncompliance with safety protocols. It also goes after gun manufacturers. Attorney Stephanie Sherman represents the families, and she says they want justice. For the cascade of glaring failures that led to a deranged young man to freely enter school grounds and use weapons of war to murder kids and teachers. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. 1018. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Let's get back to Bob Imler in the traffic center. Well, most of the action is in Virginia work-wise tonight. Northbound 395, you're down to a single lane to the right after Edsel Road. Southbound 95 after exit 140. Stafford, it is road work. Single left lane is getting by there. And they are working on Route 7 in Tyson's Corner between Fashion Center, Fashion Boulevard, and uh, 123. And the right lane gets by in each direction there. Of course, they're on 66 
on uh, the westbound side after the Fairfax County Parkway headed to Centerville. It's the single left lane getting past the work zone there. But they're also working eastbound at Sudley Road. Left lane gets by there. You get by single final left again in Centerville at Route 29. And then again after Glebe Road exit 71 inside the Beltway where they are also doing some road work tonight. Around the Beltway, things are running pretty well for the most part tonight. On the inner loop after 123, you get by two lanes to the right past the work zone without delay. And uh, Maryland Beltway is pretty quiet through Montgomery and Prince George's counties. 270 without delay both ways, but Randolph Road is still closed between Park Lawn and Neville Street at the railroad crossing with a crash. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway without delay. 50 out to the Bay Bridge runs well. Westbound coming past Sandy Point off the Bay Bridge. Headed toward Annapolis, single left lane is getting by the road work there. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast now from Mike Stenford. Ian's going to bring some gloomy weather to the region for the next several days. A good deal of cloud cover tonight. Lows will be in the 40s, suburbs, low to mid-50s, closer into the district. Breezy day on Friday. We'll see rain developing in the afternoon, and highs will be in the mid to upper 60s. Rainy and breezy on Saturday. Could be some heavy rain, especially before noon. Highs low to mid-60s. Could be another round of heavy rain on Sunday. A breezy day. Highs low to mid 60s. Showers breezy Monday. Highs mid upper 60s. And a chance of showers on Tuesday. Highs in the 60s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stenniford. Upper Marlboro at 55. Centerville 59. D.C. is at 62 degrees. A lot of us will be down to the 50s and even the 40s north and west tonight. North and west of the Beltway. 1021 now. Brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. Still ahead here on WTOP, a major festival on the Eastern Shore canceled, and you can guess why, the remnants of Hurricane Ian. We've got some details there to tell you what else you may have to miss out on and find out about the new dates for these events when the weather is better. Stay with us. Your parents gave you their very best. Families agree that the memory care at Kindly Assisted Living rises above the ordinary. And now it's more affordable than ever. I had been doing everything for mom. It was hard to just hand over a lot of the responsibilities that I had. And it took me a few weeks. But as I began to see mom comfortably slipping into the routine and to the staff, to everything, I began to realize it was perfect for her. They were providing things that I could not. It gave me such peace of mind to know that mom was now being given the very best personalized care at Kinley. Mom is safe, comfortable, and engaged in activities that allow her to thrive in ways she hasn't in a long time. I realized Kindly Memory Care was perfect for her. Kindly is part of Asbury Methodist Village, Montgomery County's premier retirement community. Act now for significant annual savings. Kindly at Asbury.org, an equal opportunity housing provider, Eagle accredited. Sage Care Certified. 1022. Don't miss the nation's gun show at Dulles Expo in Chantilly, Virginia this weekend. 1,300 tables, over two miles of guns, knives, accessories, and more. Let our expert dealers help you make the best purchase selections at low gun show prices. Concealed carry classes. The nation's gun show at Dulles Expo. Friday, 3 to 8, Saturday, 9 to 5, Sunday, 10 to 5. Advanced tickets, coupons, and more info at thenationsgunshow.com. That's the nation's gunshow.com success is picking up extra shifts but now you want to be the boss success is getting your foot in the door but now you want to take the next step 
success looks different to everyone. And for more than 75 years, University of Maryland Global Campus has been helping working adults like you succeed again. Choose from more than 125 degree and certificate programs with online and hybrid courses. Our MBA and most graduate cyber courses start October 5th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by Chef. This is WTOP News. 1023. If you've lived here a while, you may remember back in 2004 with D.C.'s lead in the water crisis. The district has struggled to get the lead totally out of its drinking water for the past quarter century at least. We've learned tonight that D.C. may not be able to meet its goal to replace all lead water service lines by 2030. A new report paid for by the D.C. Council says it won't happen unless there are major changes to the pipe replacement program. To meet the deadline, lawmakers would need to pass legislation requiring property owners to replace lead service lines and make sure all such replacements are free. Currently, the program is voluntary. Many homeowners would have to pay for at least part of the pipe replacement. That's thousands of dollars. We've been telling you about what a devastating storm Hurricane Ian is. We seem to learn a little more each hour, and none of it is good. A lot of destruction, a rising death toll for the people of Florida. The remnants could hit Maryland's eastern shore pretty hard this weekend. So the organizers of a huge music festival in Ocean City have canceled. The billboards for Ocean's Calling Festival have been posted in Ocean City for months, beckoning music lovers to the three-day festival. It would have been the first for the resort town, but organizers are already looking ahead. In a statement, Ocean City Mayor Rick Meehan expressed disappointment after working with event promoters since May of last year. He said they're already working with them to bring Ocean's Calling Festival back to Maryland's coast next year. A spokesperson for the festival organizers said the decision to cancel was heartbreaking and difficult, but the safety of fans, artists, and staff is the top priority. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. Also canceled this weekend, the Virginia Beach Neptune Festival. That's not going to happen. Organizers are also saying in Alexandria, Delray's annual Art on the Avenue is postponed. It will now be held on Saturday, November 12th. The 39th annual Fall Jubilee in Old Town Manassas has been pushed back to Saturday, October the 8th. We hope for much better weather those weekends. 1025. Money News 25 and 55 with Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. It was a down day on Wall Street, sending stocks to a 22-month low as Federal Reserve officials continued to strike a hawkish tone. Dow Industrials fell 458. The S&P dropped 79. The Nasdaq lost 314. Buying a house? Financing that home is going to cost you. Mortgage rates surged this week to the highest level since 2007, 6.7%, according to Freddie Mac. No sign of weakness in the job market. The government says first-time claims for unemployment benefits fell last week to a five-month low. Claims fell by 16,000 to 193,000. Economists surveyed by Bloomberg expected an increase. Fast food workers at San Francisco International Airport have ended a three-day strike that shut down many airport eateries. Their union says they returned to work after securing higher pay and better health care benefits. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Asian markets mostly lower. Tokyo stocks down 1.5%. Hong Kong is a little bit higher, but generally speaking, not making much money on Wall Street, uh, not Wall Street actually, in this case, the Asian markets, and Wall Street, as you heard, was lower as well. Well, coming up here on WTOP, it is a Category 1 hurricane now, Hurricane Ian, sort of reconstituting itself in the Atlantic and slowly crawling north toward South Carolina. We'll have the latest, a special report from CBS News First, then a live update from Myrtle Beach, where they are hunkering down or preparing to do so. Stay with your weather alert station, WTOP. 
A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.